All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome in. It has been an absolute minute since we have been here in the podcast studio. It has just been, I don't even know how to describe it. Life has just been occurring. We're just moving left and right. We're so busy. We we pod, we live, we breathe, we sleep. We sleep in May, in fact. Uh-oh. But we are back. It is November 12th, 2021, the year of our Lord. 10 a.m. on the button, just after some daylight saving time time adjustment. Nils loving that extra hour of sleep. I'm not used to it yet. Feels and like nine. Let me just say, it is getting dark at five. It sucks. I hate it. Seasonal depression is back. We are back. Winter is back. College basketball is back. And that is what we have today. The special. The MVC preview special. Yes, as I'm trying to get back to the link. Here we go. Back to it on my phone. Big NBC preview. The Drake Bulldogs played their first game this past week. And against, I'm blanking. I'm, Co-college. Let me just, <laughs> before we dive into, I'm just so out of it this morning. So tired. I'm I'm drinking a Red Bull for the first time in a while. The yellow flavor is just absolutely ridiculously good i'm a blue flavor guy okay um blue and yellow right now so if i'm just completely or seem out of it that would exactly be the case so drake had their first game this past week beat co Mm -hmm. um they're only up nine like 10 minutes left in that game yeah co college they played some fundamental basketball to say the least yes um but, I mean, yeah, D3 school, expected a win, got a win, ended up winning by, like, 20-something, I think. Yeah. So. And I think if you look across the board, basically all of the NBC schools kind of struggled in the first game. Yeah, we got a, we got a lot of losses. To because we talked about our win, but, like, I think if Drake would have played a D1 school and played, like, how they would have won- played that against Coe, we, we probably would have lost. Yeah, no matter the D1 school, we, we didn't look too hot, so... Uh, that's all right. We got that one out of the way. Got the bad game out of True. the way. Um, we got South Dakota on Sunday. Um, should be more of a challenge, but you know, another win. Um, some other games that happened. I know you and I lost. Um, I forgot who they played the first night, but they lost to Vermont last night. Really? Yep. The Catamounts. Yep. Uh, so they they're starting their season that off zero and two. Or is it in you and I, or do they go yep. up to Vermont? Okay. Both games were, uh, they're zero and two for their wow. bye games. All right. Um, usually Vermont, I will give them credit. They usually, I feel like, sneak in the tournament as like a fifteen or sixteen seed. Mm-hmm. So they've been solid, yeah. but I feel like that's a school you and I should probably beat. Yeah. I mean, it was a bye game, so they paid them to. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. So um, Missouri State also lost their bye game. Um. Yeah, MVC kind of struggled, but Loyola crushed whoever they played. Loyola's gonna be good. Classic. But shall we dive right into it? Let's do it. So I see Loyola's first. Or do we want to start with Drake? We can start with Drake. Okay, let's start with Drake. We can we can go in order in which uh, the preseason conference poll was was picked. Okay. So, I so like Drake that. first. I like that for the first time ever. Drake first in the MVC poll for the first time ever. Listed here, key returners for the team, Shanquan Tank, 
Hampill, Jermel Murphy, Roman Penn. I believe Roman Penn projected first team all NBC yep. as well. Transfers in and out. We got Io and I have no no idea how to pronounce his last name. Akinwale. Akinwale is what I've been going with, but it just could be Akinwole for all I I don't know. Sound Akinwale sounds good. And then Joe Yesfu, of course, out now at Kansas, I believe, in his first game was 0-1 from the field, 0-1 from three-point land, and probably did not get much playing time. Yeah, that which stinks. Unfortunate, but when you're at a school like Kansas, there's, there's going to be some good basketball players on the team. Yeah, and they got Remy Martin transfer from Arizona State. Absolute water. And I think, outside. Yeah, I think he's the best point guard in the country. So that's tough for Joe. Um you know he'll find his he'll find his place. Uh, I believe. I mean, he's only a sophomore technically for basketball years, so he's got time. Yeah. Um, you know, we all know how good he is and athletic he is, and you know, I think just give it a, give it a bit of time. He'll be playing. But uh, back to Io Akinwale and kind of his replacement uh, backup point guard because Joe left. I think he's gonna be solid. Yeah. Um, he's older, so because he's a grad transfer, so he's got the experience. He was at Omaha. I think he. He's a good shooter. He averaged like forty five percent from three, so that's always nice to have. Yeah, no, he's look he's look really solid. He looked good in the scrimmage, and then in the first game against Coat, he just seems to be a good shooter off the dribble, mm-hmm. not the tallest, but that's just kind of like what Joe was like too. I think Joe definitely better, but I mean, I don't know. It's yeah, it's gonna be tough to replicate that. But I mean, in terms of getting in transfer talent, he, he seems pretty solid. Yeah, I think he, he definitely seems experienced as he he only takes good shots. Like, I haven't seen him take, force a shot up at all. Yeah. Uh, kind of plays like a true point guard. So, that'd be good. Um, no shortage of guards no, on Drake. No shortage of guards. We have a lot. <laughs> and I think even, I mean, I don't know what his listed position is. Uh, Tucker DeVries, the big, maybe the biggest addition to the team. But I like he can handle. I was seeing him dribble. Like he could be like a pseudo guard. I feel yeah, like at like a, point four. Like he's definitely bit. like a three or four. But I mean, just my point is, got a lot of options to yeah. handle the ball on the team. We can go into Tucker. Yeah. So Tucker, folks, is going to be bucket come senior year if he's still here. Which cross fingers. Hope he is. I think big thing with that will be if his dad stays here. But I, I feel like I feel like they're like an eight eight year extension. Yeah, or is that, that's a long time. I feel like they're committed here. Yeah, so they're gonna be here. Come senior year here, Drake. He's gonna be so good. Yeah, already looks fantastic through just one game. Yeah. Um. Didn't start, but you know, first one off the bench. Yeah, it's it's fine. He's a freshman. Um, definitely has the green light to just let it fly. Yeah, which is fine because. He's got a good-looking shot, and I mean, he can. He's what is he six 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 seven? He can shoot it over people. I think at least. Yeah, that's nice. That's a nice weapon to have. Yeah. So, big time there. I think highest-rated NBC recruit ever, coming to Drake. Obviously, big reason. He's here, of course, is his dad. But I mean, I'm sure he probably could have gone anywhere. Yeah. Like he didn't have to go play for his dad, so he ended up choosing here. So recruits a recruit. It's like a. It's like the USC. Last year with the the Mobleys, yeah, the best assistant coach hire ever. <laughs> also, not to get too deep into that, I was watching because Evan Mobley's on the Cavs now. He's looking good, really. Like I think 
I don't know who will be the best player from that draft. I think it could easily be him. That was a stack draft, too. He had some, like, he was dribbling and then, like, did, like, a step back three on, like, a guard the other day and nailed it. And I was like, was he, is he seven foot? At least, I think. Yeah. I think he might be the best player. Mm. And just recall. What about Cade? Cade, to me, he's really good. I feel like he's one of those guys that he he just kind of like will pick and choose when yeah. he decides to just be a god. He like it's definitely there, but I feel like it's going to be a struggle for him early on cuz the Pistons are just terrible. I mean, we're talking Kelly Olynyk as maybe like the third option scoring. I don't even know who that is, so <laughs> I don't mean to rip Kelly Olynyk like that. He's been a Shout out Gonzaga, solid NBA players, entire career. But yeah, that that's my biggest thing with him. And that, that I noticed that at uh, Oklahoma State too. Like sometimes he just turned it off, and you know, didn't seem like he really wanted to try. And then all of a sudden, it'd like be a close game toward the fourth quarter, and just like give me the ball, and he just score. Yeah. Um. But you know, didn't seem like I don't know. Kind of seems like a little lethargic out there sometimes. Like I don't know. I think talent-wise, it's, like, definitely there. And uh, I've seen it, too, because, like, Wiggins, for example, as I love my Timberwolves. I don't know. Like, you see it the other night. He dropped 40 on the Timberwolves for, like, like 35. It looked like the entire game he was, like, trying and locked in. And it's kind of crazy how, like, when you try and are, like, locked in or just, like, have the Jets turned on fully, that you're – probably going to do pretty freaking good when you have as much talent as yeah. Andrew Wiggins has. It was just like a consistency thing where it's like, wow, you look like a top 10 player in the league. And then the next night it's like, I don't even know if you deserve to be in the NBA. Yeah. It probably helps having Steph on your team and being 10 and one. Yeah. Um, I mean, if Steph's on your team, I, I think there's always open a, shot opportunity. Yeah. I mean, ugh, so good. We don't have to get into Steph. Yeah. We get a whole man. I <laughs> I think he's going to win MVP this year. But So, yeah, that's – don't mean to get off on that uh, this year's draft class tangent, but that's my biggest thing with Cade because I see similar, like, talents there. I don't know if he's going to, like, one of those guys consistently do it night in, night out. Yeah, we'll see. But Drake, though, I believe we were talking about Tucker, absolute faucet, wet ball. <laughs> Anything else you got for the team? Um, this year. I think biggest thing we've discussed this too, even though he's not the most important player on the team, if he gets injured, Darnell Brody, yeah. that is gonna be bad news bears. We need some we need some depth depth in the five role for sure. Uh he's gotta be careful not getting into foul trouble. Uh especially going up against teams like Missouri State, because Gage Prim, we'll get into him later, but um you know, if we get into foul trouble early with him, he's he's just too skilled and too strong. Um, but yeah, I think in the big position, uh, Darnell Brody's you know he's got to stay out of foul trouble, and you know obviously he's big in there. It's nice to have, uh, but you know other than that, as like a true big, kind of our only one with Isa out. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think it'll be a fun year. Um, Should we'll be, be good. I think it's weird because everyone seems to be sucking right now. But well, just that one game. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess I don't know. I'm, I'm 
you and I, because you t- just told me they lost oh. to Vermont. That's another surprising loss. Yeah. I guess AJ Green, he hasn't played in a while. I, don't, I wonder if he's kind of like trying to get back into it a little bit. So we had the first game. I don't, I don't know who they played, but it was not a good team. Um, they lost. Great. They lost. And uh, he was 0 for 11 with two points, or like 1 for 11 with two points. Uh, it's really bad. Yeah. Um, but last night he he had like 19. So. And know. he's the preseason player of the year. Yeah. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, you gotta think he he'll turn it on here soon. Yeah. Because I mean, we we've seen it at the Nap Center, just absolutely draining left and right. Yeah. No, he really is that good too. Like. But. Yeah, I think biggest thing for Drake being consistent, trying not to get complacent, which I feel like will be difficult to maintain throughout this year, but... Yeah, the, the hype's buzzing in Des Moines right now. Yes, yeah. but we'll have some early tests to, like, keep us in check, unlike last year. Granted, 18 start, I'm hard, not, I'm hard not, to do. I'm not trying, yeah. to, trying to diminish that at all, but, like, we're going to be playing, like, teams. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Clemson, Belmont, Belmont. Who lost also to their bye game. Maybe Alabama or I, Kansas. Maybe I mean I I forget the list of teams mm-hmm. that we could play, but they're they're good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You want to get into Loyola? Let's do it. Definitely. Uh, I think is going to be the the hardest games, just because they're so good. New head coach. Um, what's his face left? What's his name? Porter Motion. Porter Motion is. Weird name. He left. Um, Two NBC coaches now at Oklahoma. Shout out, really, Coach Jenny with the women's oh, basketball yeah, yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. Miss Jenny, we love. And Jenny. then, pretty motion, pretty motion. Um, yeah. So Drew Valentine, assistant coach. Um, Denzel's brother. Denzel's brother, which I didn't realize until a couple he days looks, ago. I saw a photo. He looks exactly like him. Yeah, you, they're, you can definitely tell they're brothers. Um, so he came in. His first year in was when they went to the Final Four, and that was when he implemented his defensive strategies to the team. The box and one. <laughs> so that's kind of scary because he, he was their defense guy, and their defense really is that good. Yeah. I mean, you saw it against Illinois. They made they made Io look like a fool, I yeah. thought. Um, so that's scary. Lucas Williamson, key returner back. Ugawak back, Braden Norris back. I I put Braden Norris in there. I mean, I don't know if he's, you know, like one of the best, re- but like, no, he's solid. He doesn't miss. Good. Yeah, it's so annoying. Um, he's kind of he reminds me of Sturts a, l- a little bit in that like you don't think it, he should be good just kind of by like his movements here and there. He's definitely more offensively talented than Sturts. I'm just saying, but like, dude just gets the job done every every yes. facet of the game. Yeah. Um, you know, he needs to make a shot. He he will. It's yeah. super annoying when he's not on your team. Um, Uguak, I remember in transition was. I mean, he's deadly, athletic, um, six 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 seven, scorer, bouncy. Uh, you know, just always tough to guard. Williamson, I feel like has been there twenty years. I mean, I guess you could say that about a lot of players now with the addition of the COVID year. But yeah, he was yeah. <laughs> Everybody's like 25 now. <laughs> well, I was telling you, like, freshman year, it's funny how I was broadcasting Jamel 
yeah. DJ, all these guys. And they were all they were all uh, JUCO transfers coming in as yep. like sophomores. Yeah, right? and then fast forward to my senior year, now absolutely just went like a blank. And <laughs> they're still here. They're still here. <laughs> Somehow, I don't know how, but like it's just amazing how eligibility can just get year after year left and right. Yeah. But, so Lucas Williamson was on the Final Four team, and you know got minutes. Yeah. Um, he's good. Um, it's always fun to see that matchup with. Tremel Murphy, I think, because I remember last year they were jawing back and forth and going at each other. We were just... about to have malice at the palace. Oh, <laughs> that was that was, awesome. that was crazy. Like, I think the craziest part of that is, you know, you see players getting it. You're like, yeah, it's just, that's a part of the game. Yeah, the coaches started yelling at each other, yep. and I was like, yeah, like it was awesome. I mean, it was it was after the game too. So so Drake won, and then. There's some John, and then there wasn't really much of a scuffle, but it was like both the teams walking sep- like away to their locker rooms, like yelling back and forth at each other, and it was, I mean, it was awesome because we won. Yeah. Um, that that was a hell of a game, and I we, I think a lot of that with stem from that altercation was, I think Loyola should have won that game. Yeah. I forget what happened. Like I feel like they're up eight or nine with six minutes left or something, and then just went ice cold. Yeah. And I think they were probably just upset because they like, we, we should have won. Well, and that was when we were doing back-to-back games. And the night before, oh, yeah. we, got we got crushed. Stomp. Yeah, I we forgot got, about we that. We got beat by, like, 30. And then the next day we come out and beat them, and, you know, I mean, it was cool to see us turn around like that, but to be – I don't know if we would have gotten in the tournament if we didn't win that game. Yeah, I don't think we would have either. Because that was one of our key resume-building wins. Yeah, and if, and if we would have gotten swept at home, to yeah. look, I mean, that would have been a tough look. But, you know, we walked away with one, so that was good. And that was those games were also on, like, CBS Sports, which yeah. was cool. Well, I remember because we were up in the rafters, and they, I think it was on ESPN2 or whatever. Okay, we yeah. were talking to that guy. I think his name's Clay... Mavic or something. He has actually quite a bit of Minnesota sports. I think Minnesota okay. high school sports. And after the game, he was like, "I think he was just hungry," which I understand. <laughs> like when, the- when I'm hungry, like I'm just like, "Get the hell out of my way! I need I need food now yeah, before he, I can he talk." Was, he was a little hangry. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh God!" He said something like, "God, I can't wait to get out of here." Or something. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, "I, you know, I can understand hungry." That was a classic of a basketball game. That was a fantastic game, and he was just like, like, that's your job, too, to go and, like, (laughs) commentate basketball, like, college basketball games. Like, that has to be the dream job. Yeah. I mean, this guy's complaining. I mean, granted, it was, like, it was, like, negative 10 degrees and snowing. It was freezing. But, like, but still, like, that's a dream job, dude. Well, and then before the game, too, he, he, he joking, but, like, He's like, it's like, what do you want to get into? And I'm like, yeah, this is this is one of my dream jobs. I'd love to do this. And he's like, you know, get out of it while you can right now. <laughs> yeah, like he was joking, but also like. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said that after the game, like, do you hate your job? I'm like, bro, do you hate your life? <laughs> What's wrong? You need to talk? I, just the combination of the comments before the game, like, hey, get out of it now while you can. Like the get me out of here. It's. You just a classic basketball game just occurred in front of our eyes. We're in the midst of just 
the worst pandemic to happen in a hundred years. Like, yeah. Can you, you have a smile on your face? You gotta it? be there live. Like, come on. Yeah, that was funny. I forgot about. So that. I don't mean to go off on that. But that was that was hilarious talking yeah. that dude. But all right, Loyal, they were picked second. Mm-hmm. Okay, number three is it you and I? Yeah. Okay, and let me pull up. Yeah. Um, you and I, they got AJ Green returning after an injury year. Uh, Austin Fife, they're big. Um, Trey Burhow, Bowen Bourne, and Nate Heisey. Those last two are Heisey. freshmen. Heisey, yeah. Heisey. Not, I don't know what you pronounce Heese. it. Heese. yeah. <laughs> Hoist, or whatever pronunciation I kept saying. Yeah, it's a weird spell name. But Heisey. AJ Green. Obviously, that dude, uh, yeah. preseason player of the year. Um, looks like he struggled first game. Was back second game, 19 points. Um, you know, he's just hard to guard. Uh, I mean, we put Penn on him, and I don't know. Maybe DJ. DJ's a solid defender. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, he's hard to guard. You do what you can. Austin Fife, um, skilled big. He's big. Um I mean, he's just, an R grade, right? Yeah, like legit I, in R grade. It's not like a COVID extra year thing. He might be a year older than us, but uh, no, yeah, he's an R grade because I think they have him as uh, eligibility wise as a junior. So that would be R grade. <laughs> so confusing. Weird, weird to think about. <laughs> Trey Burrow, I feel like he's been there forever. I mean, he's good. He's number eleven, right? I think so. Yeah, and he's like the athletic uh, wing. It, and I mean he's another one of those players. I know COVID kind of added to a lot of this, but again, I got here freshman year. Trey Burrow on the team. Yeah, I don't think he's in our grade. No, fast forward, not. I'm a senior. Okay, he's something else still. He's he's very, he's old. Uh, I think last year was his senior year, so he's a fifth year senior. Okay. Um, I think it's always fun to see that that uh, him match up with Tramel. It seems like they always draw each other because I know Trey Burrow kind of likes to talk. Um, Dog days. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's fun. Bowen Bourne, the future. He's yeah. he's a sophomore this year. Eligibility wise, still a freshman, I guess. I don't know. Whatever the rules are. Uh, skilled point guard, good shooter. The future. He's an investment. Um, he started last year with AJ Green out. I don't know if he'll start this year, but yeah, he's super good. Yeah, I think biggest thing with this team is they'll kind of go where AJ Green goes. I think we saw last year with <clears throat> excuse with AJ Green out, they were solid, decent, but just like we're not the same team. Yeah. So really, they're gonna go wherever he goes. If he's good in money again, I think they're gonna be maybe the team to beat. Fife is solid. I I don't like how we match up defensively against someone like him. I don't know, like, height-wise, how he compares to... I don't think he's that tall. I think he's only, like, 6'9". Yeah. He seems taller than he's listed. Okay. I don't know if he just plays big, but... I think Bowen Bourne could really be a breakout, solid kind of player. And I think if he's... Is A.J. Green point guard? Yeah. Two guard? Uh, point or two, I think. He might... Bourne might come off the bench, which is... That is will not be fun to guard against. If Green goes to the bench, then you got Bowen Bourne coming. Maybe the one-two is Bourne and Green. Yeah, I but think that, that'll probably be it. Either way, 
they got they got some good depth there, but it really to me how they do depends on AJ Green. Yeah, I think so. I think they really just got to find their their rhythm because these sophomores who who played a bunch last year, you know, they didn't get to play with AJ Green, and I think you can learn a lot from that. And it maybe might take a little bit of getting used to because I'm sure it changes your entire offense yeah. having a a skilled player like that. And you know, I think they just gotta they gotta find find their rhythm and they'll be good. Nate Heisey, I put in there too because I thought he was impressive. Yeah, um, Heisey, Heisey. <laughs> yeah, Heath. You and I always a fun game. Uh, just found out that I'm taking it on a broad J term. I will be back for the the game at you and I on like the 22nd or something. So I'm trying to make that one. It's on a Saturday. Mills, you go. Um, I'm definitely in. I believe they're at home against Drake on, and I don't mean to be specific the here. Fifth. February fifth. <laughs> February fifth, which is of course my birthday. Yeah, that's. We're not gonna be commentating that one. <laughs> <laughs> Let the freshman commentate that one. All right. Um, we will be pre-gaming that game. You and I projected third. I think could easily finish first. Because AJ Green's just that good. Yeah. Yeah. He's just defensively so hard. His shot's weird. It's so weird. It is. It's not it pretty. Is very difficult to guard just because of like where he's hoisting it from. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. All right. Next, we got Missouri State. Yep. Okay. Probably, I bet Missouri State has like the most talent. Yeah, I'd agree with that. They they seem to just be stacked with, which is weird to say because Drake got first last year, but and we got basically the same team coming back. But yeah, I I Isaiah Mosley returning, uh, he is. I mean, he was Mister Basketball in Missouri. The fact that they can pull a, uh, I mean, I guess we just got Tucker's Grease, but still, uh, you know, pulling the Player of the Year in your state that's that's huge. Yeah, especially when you got like Mizzou SEC school. Um, but you know he averages twenty, and you know if anybody averages twenty, I mean that's it's hard to guard. He's skilled. Um, yeah, and then we have Gage Prim. He's he's so good. He lost a bunch of weight uh, before the season last year, and I mean you could tell he he looks he looked a lot quicker. Yeah, he's he's very skilled. He can score over anybody. Um. Good passer, he's he's fun to watch. Don't like having to play against him, especially with our our big matchup. I could see uh, Brody maybe potentially getting into foul trouble with him just because uh, Prim is he's pretty quick uh, down in the post. So I think that's a tough matchup for us. I think someone that could be interesting to see for Missouri State is. And you run him up in the notes. I was surprised. Donovan Clay, the transfer from Valparaiso. Mm-hmm. He seemed to kind of be one of the lead dogs on Valpo. I think he's younger, but, I mean, if we're looking at him as, like, a fourth option on Missouri State. Scary. I don't know. Like, those four, Black, Mosley, Prim, Clay. There's another one, too, that is solid that I forgot to put on there. but Yeah, I think... Their biggest issue is depth. I don't really know how good their bench is compared to like yeah. Like that's one thing I think Drake's got. A, they got a pretty good solid bench. Pretty deep. I don't know if they got guys that are, are as talented offensively, but 
in terms of starters, but I think Donovan Clay could be really good. It looks like he averaged 10 a game last year for Valparaiso. So mm-hmm. if that's like your fourth or fifth guy that you're looking at, then yeah. both he's young too, so obviously getting better here and there. But And, I mean, great teams win close games. Drake beat Missouri State, I think, twice last year. Three times, including Three the tournament. Time. Yeah. So, I mean, great teams obviously win the close games, but I'm saying, like, they were right there with us. Mm-hmm. Like, you Every can game. look at games, literally one or two possessions could have changed the outcome of all uh, any three of those games. Yeah. You remember uh, you remember Tramiel's dunk? Yes. That was rude. The electric factory. Disrespectful. That was that was academic because that was right after COVID pause, right? Um, they played like absolute oh yeah poop yeah. in the first half and second half. Uh huh. That was our first game back, and we were still undefeated at that point. So it was yeah. to stay undefeated. Yeah. And then Tremel closed the game just absolutely posterizing Gage Prim, got him on Sports Center. So main point I'm trying to make: Missouri State, if they go up against a school like like I didn't three times if they lost. All very close. You know they're gonna wanna. They're gonna Revenge. wanna beat us. Yeah, it's it's a toss up for those games. Um, and they again, they're so talented. I just they never, they haven't had success in you know the the tournament or, you know, winning the season. But you know they're always picked. I mean fourth is low for them. I think they were picked, uh, third last year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're good. Their coach obviously can recruit because they got a lot of talent. Yeah. I think biggest thing will be Mosley and Prim, of course. I feel like Prim just keeps getting better and better. But I think another team that could easily, depending on like if they win close games here and there, easily finish first. Yeah. So. Yeah, I just I don't know who can really match up against Gage Prim in the Missouri Valley. I don't know. I mean, Loyal doesn't have Crutwig anymore. Maybe. Um, Trying to think, we would have had Liam. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Liam Robbins. I had Vandy. Yeah. He just gets to like move wherever he wants, I guess, for Nash- free. Nashville, Tennessee. That's nice. Yeah. I bet it's not snowing there. Yeah, I got that was brutal. Waking up this morning, first off, I was freezing. I was which I know is hard to believe, knowing <laughs> me. But I'm like, what? This is terrible. I'm freezing. Get up outside. The wind this morning? Aggressive. Just terrible. And it just officially hit me, I think, today. It's like, okay, here we go. Into the frozen tundra. Into the, it's pitch black dark at 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. Into the just sad boy hours until March 12th to the 17th. When it will be an absolute cinematic classic. We will be sleeping in May. <laughs> 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 Do you like my text regarding? Because I didn't realize. Because when we're in Mexico, um, the bracket re- or selection Sunday won't be. Because so, I think we fly in the twelfth, or I can't remember our dates now. So we won't we won't miss games. So I think it's time perfect. Like we we come back here. Let me pull up my camera. We come back like that Thursday. Is that when games? We start? leave Saturday the twelfth. Selection Sunday is the thirteenth, and we come back. Thursday the seventeenth. Is that when it starts Thursday? Or is it usually? It Friday? might be well this past year it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, I think. Because the, the timing it was weird. The greatest four days in sports. 
which they moved it from Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday to Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Sunday, Monday. Which they had to have done that for like COVID spreading out games or that or like I feel like everything just reverts back to money somehow. Like they make more money. (laughs) Not starting on a Thursday. Yeah, Yeah. and someone's done the research on. I don't know the analytics, but I think it's gonna work out perfect. So I hate. I hate. This is going to sound bad. I hate going on vacation for spring break sometimes because you miss the, <laughs> the games, and that sounds so entitled, but it stinks. No, I, <laughs> I agree. There's people dying in Africa. <laughs> um, but we'll – feeling out a bracket in Mexico. Oh, come on. By the pool, pool side? Yeah, that's going to happen. Uh, I'm just envisioning it right now. Can I print something out, please? As – Wes and I go to Cheyenne, and we're just going to be like, hey, Cheyenne, we're going to go do something here for Lloyd. Oh, what are you guys going to do? Fill our bracket. Although, she's probably pretty hyped to fill out her bracket. Oh, that is true. Dominated the bracket game. Yeah, but Cheyenne, uh, could be the best bracket in the world. I think we talked about that. Like, on the first I think one. we did. Yeah. All right. Last thing about Missouri State I have, uh, they lost their bye game to Southeast Missouri State. SEMO, which... Shimo, Shimo. <laughs> I mean, that's a bye game again, and they lost 99-94. That's tough. Yeah, you, you hate to see that. I think, like I said, it's just like classic first game of the year. Well, yeah. everybody's going to get better here and there, but just like something about the first game where it's like sometimes you just got to get out of the way. Yeah. All right, next, Southern Illinois. The Salukis. The Salukis, which is a dog. <laughs> We're some dog in the <laughs> Uh Bigger Turner, Domask, Damask, Damask, Bucket Getter. I believe former Wisconsin Gatorade Player of the Year. Was he? I I I do believe. Uh, how in the world did Southern Illinois recruit in there? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He's because he's, he's freshman good. year they were terrible. I remember, and then sophomore year they had him as a. Freshman, and he was just tearing us apart. Yeah, and I'm good. like, oh damn! All right, and I think like, I think he was injured last year. Yeah, which you know Drake finished first. That's great. I mean, and I'm not saying Southern Illinois would have been different if Domas was like, but you had Domas that was out. Dom, how the hell do you pronounce his name? Oh, Marcus Domas. Damask. Damask. I think it's more like a soft O. Okay. I'm doing the E, the Minnesota E with the meh. meh. <laughs> Here we go on all. Uh, I don't know. I, th- I feel like we had some things go our way a little bit, too. I'm not saying it would have made a difference, but, like, no A.J. Green, no Domask. Yeah. So Wait, but we didn't win last year. Or, excuse me. Get did, to the tournament. Did so well. Sorry, yes. yes. I. It feels like we won. Because we yes, went to the tournament. Yes, mean, like, that's, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I keep getting... It's just like the tournament, yeah. We're winners. <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah, he's good. And then Storm. I gotta, I can't really remember or like, no, you got Harvey and Jones listed here as well. Ben Harvey, he looks like an accountant. He was like their point guard. I don't know. Okay. He's. I remember him being solid, you know. And I think other than Damask, they, I mean, I don't, they're not super deep. But I really like their coach, the youngin. He, I believe, he played at Valpo. Um, back in his his hey, playing hey. days, um, but you know they're pick fifth, right in the middle, pretty solid. Um, yeah, Damask, 
look out for him. Hopefully he stays healthy because he's good and fun to watch. Yeah, I think Southern Illinois, another one of those teams, this team will kind of go where Sir Marcus Delmask goes. Because he, he was solid. Well, when I saw him as a freshman. Do you remember COVID year? They they played – they beat Butler. I mean, Butler was down last year. Yeah. But they – I mean, they still beat Butler. That's a Big East team. Yeah. Uh, and I remember that because they, they had a bunch of hype. And then they, they came to Drake. It was like one of our first few games, I think. And we absolutely destroyed them. I don't know if they just didn't match up well against us or played insane. Yeah. But That was like – that was the first game where I was like – it feels a little different here with this Drake team because that was like a complete blowout. Yeah. Like that was not even close. Yeah, and they they were supposed to be like kind of the team to beat yeah. after coming off the pretty solid uh, pre-conference play. But yeah, yeah, I think biggest thing, just like you and I, if Sir Marcus is wetting them from outside, that's gonna help this team. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Uh, they have a transfer from University of Arkansas Little Rock. I believe he played two years there. Then Coop it? Yeah. Coop it. Um, he played – he's this guy so old. He played at UNLV in 2016. <laughs> it's approaching that's 2022. Two, that's two years before we started college. Wow. <laughs> that's – I mean, that's amazing. Like, you get – yeah, I you get a transfer here and there, COVID. I mean, some of these guys, Red it's shirt. like, or, yeah, you're looking at 24, which is just like, I get that that's obviously legal, but like 24 year old going up against like a 18 year old or whatever. Like, <laughs> I get that they're both, you know, men, but like, yeah, I don't know. Like, that's there's a big difference, I'd say, but you know, in terms of just size and just strength yeah I thought that was pretty funny 2016 he's playing college basketball yeah <laughs> is he okay he averaged 10 a game last year yeah University of Arkansas Little Rock we'll see how the Salukis do this year I think another one of those teams I don't know if they can finish first I but definitely it. be top half top half knocking on the door of top three <laughs> we drop nothing but absolute flaming takes on this. All right, moving on. Bradley, I can't stand their coach. Continue. Oh, really? I like their coach. Just the like his overall look. He looks... and I think my biggest issue is he looks a lot like the former women's basketball high school head coach at my high school, <laughs> who was crazy. Oh. And that's and now I have it in my head that this dude's crazy, even though like he's probably not. It's just that he looks like a dude that I know is crazy. He, uh, he's not my least favorite coach in Missouri Valley, and I know who who is. But uh, would it be a Porter? Or no, no, <laughs> Porter Mosher's gone. That was maybe my least favorite. He he was definitely top two when he was here, but I don't I don't like Illinois State's coach. But uh, we can I guess we can, but. Yeah, Bradley picked sixth. Um, our coach is a nice guy. Really? Yeah. Peoria, Peoria loves him. My hometown team. Just the kidding. Peoria Civic Center? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. But Bradley, 
I mean, as we know in the past, they always seem to do well in the tournament, which is annoying. Yeah. Like, what the heck? Yeah, Brad. I, somehow they're always they're always able to be solid. Yeah. Yep. Looks here, Elijah Childs finally gone. He although he could have had that other year because he played last year, but he made some mis- questionable decisions, mistakes off court, and I think that got him booted off the team. Yeah, they had a whole thing. I think kind of was it extended outside of him too, or like there's more people involved, right? Yeah, I don't I don't really remember, but I know that he was like one of the main perpetrators. Yeah, tough look. Uh, I mean, hate to see someone go, but like he deserved to go after that. I mean, that was tough. Yeah, uh, you know, and their coach was very like not very tolerant of it. So, whatever. He's gone. He's good. I mean, he was probably like one of the best players in the Missouri Valley. Yeah. So it's kind of nice not to have to play against him again. Jashawn Henry. Um, he's good. Ten points per game. Athletic guard. Um, I believe he's Canadian. Really? Yeah. Let's go. Shout out Canada. All the organi- organizations out there. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think Bradley will be uh, amazing. They just don't really have you know, that much talent. They don't have the je ne sais quoi, the it factor. Right. That's tough. Yeah. I, I want to say Bradley won't do good, but I feel like, as we have seen, in our three years here at Drake. Bradley could do good. <laughs> they could do good. Yeah. They made the tournament twice mm-hmm. in our two years here. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm really not discounting them out. Um, <laughs> and then last year was just kind of a struggle for them, but it was just so weird because of COVID. But they made it twice, back-to-back. Yeah. So And last year they had some weird games with, you know, with that incident. They had, like, five starters gone, and that's actually when we lost to them, ironically. But – yeah, so they had kind of had a weird year, weird year last year, losing some guys mid through mid through away the season. Uh, but you know, I guess never rule them out. True. A lot of a lot of options to potentially finish first year in NBC. All right, moving on. Valparaiso, aka Cuzzo Nate Ferguson's favorite place to play yes. on the road. Mm-hmm. The yellow lighting, the yellow. And brown jerseys, the aka poopy and pee pee colors. <laughs> pee pee poop. And I believe I cannot say Valparaiso Crusaders, otherwise, I might be canceled out of oblivion. Get out. Or into oblivion. Is that correct? Into oblivion? Sure. Oh, okay. But get out. <laughs> can't say that. They are the. Oh. They actually, like, changed their name. They're the, the Valparaiso the basketball. Okay. Deacons. Oh, yep, yep. I remember I was, is, I was laughing with Mitchell. Isn't that Deacon? That's like a a light or something. I believe that's a beacon. Wait. Deacon. I think it's a beacon now. <laughs> I think it's beacon, which is hilarious. <laughs> it's like a lighthouse. That's their. Oh, okay. So a deacon is an ordained minister. So that makes sense because I believe it's a Catholic school. Right? They're the Valparaiso Deacons? Deacon. D E A C O N. It's not Beacon? Nickname? Let me look this up. 
El Paraiso announced Tuesday it's adopting Beacons as its new Wait, nickname. Beacon? <laughs> I'm reading. Yes, I'm mm-hmm. reading right here. It's uh, USA Today. I, I thought that was it. Oh, okay. That's weird. Look. <laughs> Listen, look at this quote from their president. This is hilarious, and I'm sorry if this offends anyone. This quote, so like they adopt the new nickname. I, th- I guess their motto, in thy light we see light. And I guess were the Crusaders just like terrible people? I guess like, I'm a Crusader, I feel like that's just like a medieval like warrior, right? So throwing back a little bit of history, Crusader, they were involved in, I believe it was religious wars. And I guess, I mean, back then, nobody did anything good, right? Yeah. I mean, it seems like everybody was just horrible people back then. (laughs) Um, So, like, obviously, they did some bad things. I mean, being, like, religion wars, so it was, I don't know. So, I guess that's why they kind of canceled the, cancel culture just won't go away. Yeah. All right, here's the quote. I got to read this. And again, I apologize, ladies and gentlemen, if this offends someone. The university president stated, quote, we are beacons of light of light and hope in our communities. We are beacons of change on campus in our region and our country. We are beacons of knowledge for our students' academic, social, and spiritual growth. Above all, we are beacons at Valparaiso University, he continued to say. That's kind of, that's like lame. Um... I guess it, it's unique. I'm so, that is, like, it, your nickname is a lighthouse. Like I, <laughs> like I, I am. I get the you know we're beacons of light, beacons of change. I get that it's great, but I pe- just like that doesn't sit well with me. Well, because people are gonna look at that and be like, what? Because it's yeah, I. I, I just think that's pretty funny. Whatever. I guess whatever makes people happy, but yeah, that's <laughs> whatever. All right. The well, the Valparaiso basketball team. I see now that I think that would have been awesome if they're just like our nickname's gonna be whatever team we got. Yeah. We got the Valparaiso women's tennis team coming. Mm-hmm. It's like the Washington football team. Are they gonna change from that? Because I've heard so many. Because like they have names. That they're looking to adopt, but then like there's news that they and they might just stick with it. The Was- I, the Washington yes. football team, yeah. I like it, because like whatever they're gonna pick is just people are gonna not like. So you may yeah. as well just not have anything. All right, Valpo. <laughs> the beacons. The beacons, not the de- <laughs> not the deacons. I uh, just a lighthouse. Like, come on, bro. A beacon of light. Uh. Sheldon Edwards, uh, he's a freshman last year, so academically a sophomore, but actually a freshman. Nobody knows, as we've said. Freshman. But he, so when we lost them, we lost them once last year at Valpo, and I believe that was our first loss this season, which, I mean, we should not have lost. We're not a better team. But uh, Sheldon Edwards, I remember he tore us apart. Where he was very good, um, and he's back. So, athletic, lengthy guard, uh, pretty fun to watch. Uh, ben Kirky, skilled big shooter. Um, so, he's back. Uh, I think he was kind of like the head of their team last year, but they have some interesting transfers coming in. They have 
three transfers from Wisconsin. University of Wisconsin-Madison. Uh, we do love University of Wisconsin-Madison. You do. Even though I'm a Minnesota native. <laughs> Trevor Anderson, uh, senior transfer to Valpo. From Wisconsin, he didn't really play much, but, I mean, he's a Big Ten player. I'd like to shout out, excuse me, Wes Griffmeyer, lead manager of the Wisconsin men's basketball team, and my good friend Andrew Prammel, a.k.a. the GOAT. Continue. <laughs> shout out Wisconsin. We love Wisconsin. I don't know. Go Illini, I guess. <laughs> What was cra- speaking of that reminds me. So we were playing a trivia game yesterday at uh, my good friend Mitchell's house or town hall, whatever the hell you want to call it. Uh, we're doing some trivia, and one of the questions was you had to name the top twenty-five public Division One schools that spend the most amount of money on recruiting in the nation. Uh, so basically, all twenty of. Well, it was basically like you name five. Other team names five, oh, okay. and like as soon as you guess the school that wasn't correct, like if they didn't, you know. Gotcha. And we guessed Wisconsin. I don't know. We this is like our se- seventh or sixth guess or whatever. They were not on there. I believe it. Honestly, Illinois was on there. For I mean, is this just for all sports? Yes, this is including all sports, which. I got it very surprised, like, because you're just trying to think of schools. Obviously, a lot of people success. are at, but like, good in multiple sports. Obviously, we think of football as the main sport, because like, that drives the most. I think a lot of recruiting comes into football too, because uh, there's so many players you have to recruit so much. Whereas basketball, you get like three or four guys a year. But yeah, I don't know. Illinois football's not that good. Lovey. I know Lovey was like, was like, oh, he's such a good recruiter, so maybe we just dumped all of our money into that. And I don't know. I think we're still paying him now. Really? Like a boatload. Speaking of Lovey and some Illinois sports football, how about Illinois football the last few weeks? Uh, I, don't I don't know if they play. <laughs> what the heck? The tactic, we've talked about this. Their coach, who I think was the former Wisconsin coach. Yep. Tactically, was literally just chirp the hell out of their team and just say how crappy they are. Yeah. And then they go out and beat Penn State, and then they go out and beat Minnesota, who I think was a little bit overrated at 20. But, but two yeah. wins on the road. I yeah. Think. that's Yeah, they beat so Penn State in Happy Valley. Maybe more people should take notes and just, I'm just going to chirp my team. Just shit on the team. Which, admittedly, I guess would... Motivate me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how they're, I don't know, maybe the future, but I think Illinois is more known for their basketball in recent years. Yes. Absolute electric matchup. Hunter Dickinson and Kofi Coburn. We'll get into that later. (laughs) For multiple. We could do like a, we could do like a Big Ten episode too. It's true. Be fun. So much. Yeah. We have so much basketball to talk about. I mean, it just doesn't stop, ladies and gentlemen. Football's definitely not my—I like football. It's not my strong suit. I could definitely talk about college basketball for hours. But let's continue so this doesn't go on for— What are we at right now, timing-wise? 51? All right. We should be 
Should be good. This is our seventh team out of ten. Sheldon Edwards returning. Ben Kirky returning. Transfers. We got Trevor Anderson from Wisconsin. Didn't play very much. Kobe King, rest in peace, uh, from Wisconsin. He averaged – he played a bunch. He averaged 10 points per game, um, 28 and a half minutes. Pretty solid. I mean, Big Ten player coming into the Valley. I don't know. I don't know how Valpo really gets that, but I don't know. Yeah. I I mean, someone's doing some work there. I mean, clearly there's like – There's got to be some connection. Yeah. Former coach or – That reached out and knows – yeah, yeah, got to be something. And then there's another seven footer from Wisconsin. I mean, anybody being seven foot in the valley, that's that's huge. So, yeah. and then having the, you know, at least Big Ten like practice experience. I don't know if he played very much, but you know, mm-hmm. another Big Ten player, seven foot, uh, probably could do some damage. And then I bo- I have in the notes here Thomas Kithier from Michigan. I think it's actually Michigan State, but still, I mean, another Big Ten recruit. They got four Big Ten guys coming in. That's crazy. Yeah. You don't see that very often. Yeah, no. So Valparaiso doing some damage, it seems like, on the transfer portal. Yeah. The portal. So, I mean, clearly there's just a light that's being that's shining one, from uh, one this might university. Say a beacon. That is really just attracting these recruits um, as it's they're looking for light of change and uh, a new era. I can apologize if 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 uh, if, I mean, if you like the Beacon nickname, ladies and gentlemen. But I would like to apologize to absolutely nobody because <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of dumb. I mean, we're entitled to our opinion. <laughs> that's, that's a dumb mascot. Yeah. But all right, next we got Evansville, picked eighth. Um, I think that's a sleeper pick to be top half. They have they're old. They have a lot of seniors. Um, I mean, don't really recognize some of the names, but, like, I don't know. They got fourth-year senior, fifth-year senior. Like, they got depth in, in age, and I think that, you know, we know in mid-majors that really helps. So, I don't know. I don't I don't think they're going to be amazing, but I think it wouldn't surprise me if they're top half this year. Yeah, I agree. Evan Kuhlman, I feel like he's been there. A while fifth yeah. year senior looks like very good shooter he seems interesting and again I don't mean to bash anyone but he just doesn't really have the look to me of a basketball player whatsoever I didn't, I didn't think so either I think he I remember they came here and played and I remember him struggling against us but I think he had the green light and I just think he didn't shoot very well and that's but yeah. I mean, he shoots forty percent from three, and he's big, um, so that's tough to guard. But I saw a little side note; it was interesting. They had a shooter like Labinowitz, I think his name was. Mm-hmm. I think our freshman or sophomore year, he's actually on the Iowa Wolves. Really? Yeah, that's cool. I don't remember him being particularly well, but I guess that just goes to show you if you can be a flamethrower from outside. There's a spot. NBA teams will gladly invite you in yeah. and be like, all right, let's see what you got. The formal, former purple ace. Now that <laughs> is a good mascot, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. That I, Me, personally, I'm a fan. Let's just get into mascot nicknames. I'm a fan. I like the specificity. Of, is that a word? Special for sure? We'll allow it. Okay. I have no idea. I'm not a word guy. I like when you're specific yeah. on the – 
on the names. We're not just an ace. The purple ace. Purple. And first of all, you don't see ace a lot often, too. What, and then to, What does it mean, though? I, I don't know. That's a good question. And then to like be specific and say purple ace, that's like, okay. Yeah. Someone's doing their research at University of Evansville. Yeah, I like it. I respect it. So, and too, like people, I always refer to the Gophers as the Gophers. But if I'm being like technically correct, is the University of Minnesota Golden Gophers? Oh, I always forget to add the golden part. But I like the special fishery. What about what about the Syracuse Orange? Is that being too general? I mean, when you have when you have a color and then not a noun to put it with, it's not very specific. Yeah, I think <laughs> Syracuse Orange. Weird, I think it's hell of a mascot. I mean, just <laughs> the look of the thing. I don't know if they're like. I, I like to know the background. They're not referring to like the fruit, right? They're like they're just talking about like orange, just in, because their mascot, right? It's just he kind of looks like an orange, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen their mascot. You haven't? And I, I think in terms of iconic looking mascots in college sports. I mean, I don't know, maybe that's just a blasphemous statement, but the Syracuse Orange has got to be. He's a <laughs> hilarious-looking thing. I would love, yeah. He looks, look like, a, he looks like an orange Kool-Aid man. Yes. I, I think after this I'm going to look up just kind of the origin of that. It's got to, like, the color orange has got to mean something. But yeah. I love that. One of the interesting nicknames, I think, too, in college sports, we got another, like, it's not plural, the Stanford Cardinal. And their mascot is the tree, yeah, the Christmas tree looking thing. That's the next thing that popped up, and it's pretty funny looking. Which I don't know the origin, like cardinal, and then it's a tree, and then but it's singular cardinal. But is that like referring to? I don't even know. I'm trying to think of all the. I think there's a lot of trees. Wait, is it is Stanford where like the redwoods are? Stanford, I forget where Stanford. It's California. Except, yeah, I just don't. What city though? It might. I'm not sure. It might be where like all the redwoods are, and that's why they're the trees. Like it's a tree. I don't know. But the so like I googled Syracuse Orange, and then a bunch of different mascots came up. One was the fighting okra. <laughs> the fighting okra. Yeah. <laughs> the Who is that? I think it's. I think it's a D3 school. <laughs> wow. Delta State. Okay, I'm I'm pulling up some of the most <laughs> unique nicknames in college sports here. We're, we're doing this. The Shockers. Oh, that's a great. Shockers. That's that is, phenomenal. Yeah. Ooh. The Campbell fighting camels. That's cool. A camel? Come on. Yeah. We got the, the uh, artichokes. From Scottsdale Community College. <laughs> the artichoke. <laughs> I think one of my favorite, I think minor league baseball brings in a lot of great nicknames here and there because I told you a few weeks ago about the Montgomery Biscuits the and biscuits. how the butter, the slab butter is the dude's tongue. <laughs> and he's got, oh, just, I got to get that hat or some merch or something. The Biscuits. There's the Modesto Nuts. Banana Slugs, right? Y- you see something... Banana slugs. That's, that's a college, right? Yeah. it's awesome. I'm trying to think of 
what else? Um, Iron Pigs, I think, is another nickname in the, uh, minor league baseball. And then their logo, it's a slab of bacon. Yes. Yes. <laughs> which um, is America. Just, <laughs> which is just awesome. I think the camel fighting camels, it's crazy to me. I mean, I don't want to get into evolution and just, like, animals and how sick some animals can be. But, like, camels, the reason they're <laughs> built like they are, they can I, – I read some – they, like, are able, because it's animals in the desert, right? And obviously, there's literally no water. There. They're able to just, like, because they got the two humps, like, yeah. store, they store water. the water in their body. And then, like, are able to, like, use it. Use it, like, like drink when they it need later. Yeah. It's literally a container in their body. <laughs> that is unbelievable that, like. They got a jug in, on their back. Like, just some animals. just, like, that's so crazy how, like. That's just one part of. <laughs> I'm not a big science guy, but that is just that is wild. That is sweet. How like an animal can form and develop like that. <laughs> like shout out camels. Shout out camels. Uh, another mascot. Uh, the I think it's UC Santa Barbara. The Gauchos. Ooh, that is awesome. Um, they were in the tournament weren't they? Yeah. last year. Last year. <laughs> All right, let's let's get the our. Ninth team, Indiana okay. State. I thought before we we go off on mascots, because <laughs> <laughs> this is another hole we could get into. But uh, yeah, so they're picked ninth. They have a new coach. Um, for they hired him from a D two school, Lincoln Memorial. Um, he had eleven straight twenty one seasons, and I believe he was uh, like D two coach of the year a few times, which is cool. This is for who? Sorry, Indiana State. Um, so, you know, they, they kind of hired somebody that doesn't have any D1 experience, but, you know, I always think that's cool to take a little bit of a risk. Uh, obviously, he's had success in the uh, D2 section of college basketball. Um, Got to work your way up somehow. Yeah. So, unfortunately, uh, just a couple days ago, Tyreek Key um, – Announced that he will be having season-ending surgery, which stinks. And I believe he was uh, MVC preseason first team. Yeah. Um, you know, he's been there a while. Very solid. Always been solid in the Missouri Valley. Stinks to see him go. So they were picked ninth, actually, before he was ruled out for the season. So that that definitely hurts their, their stock a little bit more. Um, but, yeah, you hate to see it. They had a few transfers go out. One that stood out, Jake LaRavia. Um, he's solid. Yeah, he's good. 6'8", uh, scorer, strong. He looked good. Uh, he went to Wake Forest, so he's going to the ACC. Pretty cool. Uh, but, yeah, Tyreek Key out. Sad. Lost a couple of good players, but so I can see them definitely being in the, the bottom half. Yeah, I think anytime you start with a first-year head coach, especially as someone – who doesn't really have that experience at the D1 level. Or isn't Darren DeVries. Or is not. <laughs> I did forget that Drake <laughs> won it. We, yes, yeah. co-won it. Co-won That's it. crazy. Shout out Darren. Shout out Tucker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> shout out the entire family, I guess, honestly. But, um, yeah, I mean, you, you hate to see the key injury. Very good player. I think he's looking out for himself too. You got to think 
I don't know if NBA is an option, but of course, like some sort of professional, yeah, yeah. league after his time at. So I mean, yeah, it was a, it was a reoccurring. You, you don't want to risk, you know, but it, it, yeah, I mean, it snakes. They do have to live a life after yes. this, whether it's basketball yeah. or not, and you know, Which, I think it was a reoccurring shoulder injury, and it said that the pain was getting worse, like he could have done it, but you know, he just wanted to not have to be in pain for however many months, which, yeah. I mean, can't blame I him. I respect that. Yeah. And since see him go, he's fun to watch. Very good. Yeah. And you bring up, like, got to look out for yourself kind of thing. That's something that, I don't know if you saw the Alex Caruso interview this past week. But I didn't. That was a big thing he said in his decision-making in free agency. Mm-hmm. Someone who's basically had to fight and claw to basically just make these teams at, like, minimum wage, which obviously NBA still pretty good. Yeah. But then, like, he's got to cash in. Which yeah. Is like when, what, what did the Chicago Bulls do? He's awesome. I love him. Yes. Turn up the AC. Yeah, I it's think. It's getting hot in here. It's going <laughs> to. White shadow. <laughs> Let me get some butter with that biscuit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be tough here for Indiana State. I mean, they still, of course, do have. Larry Bird as a alumni, so that they do got that going for them. Yeah. But that, I mean, it does help. That's that's a boot. It yeah, might be a long year. Yeah, the only other key returner is Kubernetes, and he's an experienced guard, um, potentially dangerous shooter. You know, not 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 amazing, but um, yeah, they're gonna struggle. All right, and last but not least. Illinois State. Pick 10. The Illinois State what? What's their nickname again? The uh, Red Birds. Wait. Red Birds? Wait. I feel like I should know this. Being another hometown team. <laughs> yeah. The Red Birds. That's, uh, yes, the Red Birds. Uh, interesting. Yep. Uh, Antonio Reeves, I'm seeing here. Remember him? Yeah, no, he's lanky, solid. Good score. He was young, so. Yeah, I think. I mean, after I don't know how often like a Drake year because Drake, our freshman year, they were projected to finish dead last, and of course we know yeah. what happened. So. You never know. Yeah, I guess you never know. <laughs> you never know, and I'm seeing, you got this transfer coming from Tennessee State, which 17 a game. That's yeah. I mean, I don't know what. The SWAC, the SWAC, SWAC conference, or whatever the heck they're in. So maybe not going up against the best competition, but 17 points a game is 17 points a game. Yeah. So he's getting buckets over somebody. So one thing I've learned, you, you don't know, I'm not going to absolutely be like, oh, Illinois State's going to suck this year because Drake was finished, projected to finish last and got first. Yeah, so um, you never know. Um, Yeah, really the only, I was looking through the roster, really the only – Bigger Turner, uh, Antonio Reeves. They had that that little guard that was a good shooter, but I couldn't find him. He might still be on the team, but yeah, they had some dude that was yeah. I forget his name. Really good. Yeah, lefty, right? I don't know if he was a lefty, but was he small? Every time he pulled up, I'm like, that's it's going in bottoms. Yeah, nylon. Get busted, nylon. We gotta get Reagan Maple in here. Oh, he'd be an electric <laughs> guest. That'd be fun. Um, 
Yeah, so I, I don't really know anything else on Illinois State there. I apologize. I feel like I'm I'm talking a lot again. And no, you're good. Okay. Illinois State, pick 10th. I guess you never know. but Never know. That's why, that's why you play the game. That's why you any, play the game. Any given – well, I guess in football they say any given Sunday, but, like, any, translates to other any, sports. Any given day. That's why you play the game. Yeah. You play to win the game. Hello? Uh, I would like to bring up that – it is only November, and we have a three-quarter short shot game yes. winner. Um, UC Riverside. Thank you. UC Riverside against Arizona State at Arizona State. Obviously a bye game. Um, launches it. Uh, time expires while it's in the air. Nylon. Swoosh for the win. So awesome. It's, On the road. It's only November. Crowd stunned. Yes. So cool. Yeah, that was sweet. Number one play on Sports Center. I mean, th- that was legit three fourths of the court. Yes, that was a long <clears> way. Which, I mean, shout out to that dude for making it. Um, it's luck. Obviously, <laughs> luck. But, I mean, one of the few bright things I think Max Kellerman ever said when he was on first take was luck is a residue of success. Yeah. Like, that's just. There'll be lucky moments in the game for, I feel like, both teams, and it's just kind of part of the game here and there. So, and I mean, shout out, they were in a position to win, and then it went in. So yeah, that was awesome. Tough start for Arizona State, because they lost by one, right? Yeah. So, like, they, yeah. and it looked like, I don't know if you saw, I was worried because it, the dude, like, went up to, like, grab it. Yeah. Maybe, like, it was going to be short. I thought he was going to. And then I was going to be like, Oh my gosh, this dude's gonna Don't gra- goaltend that. Yeah. This dude's gonna grab it and then they're gonna have to count the bucket. Yeah. Even if it's twenty feet or not twenty feet short, but like yeah. clearly not going. You know there's like there's bad ways to lose a game. That may be <laughs> the worst way to lose a basketball game is somebody launches a, a full court shot and like just like going through the motions, you know, whatever you see a ball flying, like you go up to grab it. And it's near the rim, and they call it goaltending. Like that's got to be the worst. Luck- way, luckily, way he he moved his hand, but I was like, "Oh my gosh, don't tip that!" Like I don't if you're <laughs> if you're the coach or players, I don't know how you go in the locker room after that if something if that happened. Yeah, that's so bad. I I don't know. I couldn't look the dude in the face probably or in the eyes. I oh yeah. All right. Well, we got a long season ahead of us, and I'm sure we'll talk a lot more basketball. We can do – I mean, we're both big Big Ten fans, you being. Yes. From, so we can do a little – maybe a little Big Ten preview there. Golfers finishing first. This Golden Golfers finishing first this year. Bro. <laughs> no. Just kidding. All right. Golfers Let me say, though, I don't know what exactly order we're going in. Interview with Hannah Fuller this week. Me and her had an – electric interview shout out hannah um we definitely got to talk about the ladies a little bit more well we can they bring had, up the the game winner. they had game winner katie i feel like there's just like a million consonants in her last name <laughs> in a beer uh just gotta fr- buy a vowel <laughs> like to buy a vowel please um shout out to her nothing but net game winner. Freshman. Freshman, ice absolutely flowing through her veins. Yes. Be uh 
Iowa Women's Player of the Year, right? The Iowa Women's Gatorade Player of the Year, along with a 6K underscore Tucker. So, God, Drake's so good. And first win for new head coach Allison Pullman. Shout out Allison because, I mean, I've known her from practice the last couple of years, and she's been nothing but an angel. To yeah, me. against Creighton too. I mean, that's a not an easy first game. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, so a good, it's a good win. It's a good start to the new era after Jenny, Jenny. left for Oklahoma. Miss Jenny. <laughs> Shout out Jenny. I know she's listening to this most. <laughs> Do it for you, Jenny. Um, just kidding. Susie. <laughs> Susie. Pleasure. I met. We were wa- walking out of the nap. I I forget just like how much because they have all the donations of people. Like, shout out Susie. Yeah. Like they're they're dropping bands. For the for the program, yeah, they also donated like the bunch of money to the boys and girls club right across the street, right? All, yeah. Also, which I'm forgetting now, but I think a big part of that donation was to Jenny's salary or whatever. Like, yeah. but I remember that. Yeah, I mean, I can, you know, it's it's her money, like making this, or I I don't know who's making all the final decisions yeah. on that or whatever. It's her life. But yes, Jenny, she can do whatever she wants. But we love Jenny. Yes. Um. But yeah, I mean, people like, like that. It's just like I I can't fathom that amount of money in my life right now. Of course, but then just to be like, here you go, giving you know. I think that's the goal someday for about everybody is to just be like, let's see how many buildings I can get my name on. Yes, that is true. Built yeah. the it's the boys and girls Susie the shivers. Was your boys and girls club? Oh or yeah, yeah. And then I think she donated a bunch to like the Shivers basketball complex, like their practice yeah. room and stuff. Yeah, crazy. Um, yeah, shout out Susie. Yeah, but I was a, I was unfortunately unable to make the the interview because I was a I was down with a little bug under little, the weather. I didn't want to get the ladies basketball team sick because you know they got. Oh geez. Wow, that was probably so <laughs> loud. <laughs> I can see the. The decibel levels <laughs> on my computer right now that just shot toward the top. I meant to uh, not aggressively <laughs> angle the microphone like that. I had to readjust. But yeah, unfortunately, I had to miss. Um, but great interview. Yeah, first interview in a while for me. Um, I'm excited to hear but, it. Uh, yeah, shout out Hannah. Love Hannah. One of my first friends here at Drake. He's wow. awesome. So, or first, uh, excuse me. First friends that happen to be of the opposite gender. Yes. Lady Drake. friend, but not in that. Yes. Way. Yes. <laughs> Love Anna. All right. That'll do it for this week. So we'll, I guess, just roll into the interview. Yeah. Right now. It. And that's been week number four. Appreciate everybody tuning in. NBC preview. Predictions, then we'll get out of here. Who's winning the NBC? On by opinion. Well, I'm just going to say Drake. I'm picking Drake only because of one person. Nate Ferguson. <laughs> Cuzzo. Cuzzo Nate. Shout out. And six K Tuck. Nil deals. We gotta get we gotta get Tuck on this. That would be That'd be fun. Not saying we're we we at the moon, but we'd be damn near close. <laughs> Alright, that'll wrap it up. Week four. Appreciate everybody tuning in. Shout out all of our nil sponsors. 
Shout out West End. Shout out <laughs> West Side. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out my mom. Birthday this past week. Shout out. That's all I got. Uh, <laughs> thank this you. This brought to you by Roman. <laughs> I can only pray for a day like that. <laughs> uh, it's been week four. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in. Interview with Hannah Fuller starts right now. She's a fantastic guest from Wes and Nils. Have a great rest of your week. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is interview time. Uh, we have a big guest this week. Joining us is Hannah Fuller, the first female guest on the podcast, a member of the Drake women's basketball team, and one of my good friends here at Drake mm-hmm. University. Someone I met when I actually came on a visit my senior year of high school. That does not seem that long ago, Hannah, <laughs> but uh, one of the first people I met along with, shout out Mitch Gadel and Trey Newman. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, now I'm a senior in college, and Hannah is doing some grad school, but still on the women's basketball team. So she's joining us here today. So Hannah, thank you so much for being here. It's an uh, honor. Yes. I'm excited. And uh, miss seeing you around here on campus, mm-hmm. but uh, we got some hard-hitting questions for you today. And unfortunately, Wes uh, not able to make it here today because he's feeling a little under the weather. So we, uh, we wanted to play it safe with that. But Hannah, first female guest on the podcast. Um, so I, I'm sure there's a lot of Nilses out there that you know. So who, who, <laughs> is, who is your favorite Nils of all the Nilses you know? Nils, you are the one and only Nils that I know. Honestly, for the longest time, this is a little confession, I thought your name was Nils. Mil- Mills with oh, an M. Okay. But still, the one and only Nils that I know. <laughs> so you're my favorite. Uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> um, yes, people do that a lot. It Mills. I'll get Niles, yeah. too. Um, I... There's been some really bad ones. I'll post some on my Snapchat stories sometimes where I'll like tell them my name, even spell it out. I'm trying to think. I went to Noodles and Company not too long ago, and it was literally like M-E-L-A-S or like something. Like meals? Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. So I've gotten a lot of uh, different versions of Nils over the years. But, uh, well, I appreciate that. Favorite Nils here. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing uh, I've noticed about you and me, so I got all brothers. Uh, no sisters. You got all sisters, yep. no brothers. Do you wish you had a brother? I do wish I had a brother. Well, so one thing about all my sisters, we're all super competitive. We all played every sport growing up. And my dad was a huge athlete. He played football in college. Um, my mom played softball in college, both Division One athletes. So they kind of grew us up like boys. Um, we were raised, you know, hard work ethic. We were put in sports. You know, we put you fall down, you rub dirt on it, right? It's like it's true. we have no yeah, no time for anything. But um no, I do wish I had a brother. I think but it is really special having sisters um just you know, share clothes with, um, have some have some deep conversations, but it is good. But it'd be nice to have have a brother change it up a bit. That's true. I think my life would definitely be a lot different. If there's just like at least one sister yes. in the family, just because I think Oh, different activities, interests here and there. Yeah. Um, and girls are emotional. Like, holy cow. That's true. That's true. Because you need someone in there that just doesn't, you can pick on and be fine with 10 minutes later. But girls, that's they true. hold grudges. 
Um, yeah, and I mean, I love my brothers, but you bring up the emotional part too. Yes. Older brother, a little bit more laid back. <sighs> Definitely would not spill my emotions to him. Little brother, I usually get into it all yeah. the time with him, so can't really, uh, yeah. can't really do too much about that. But mm-hmm. um, I'd say I'd want a sister. Yeah. Uh, it definitely be definitely be different, like I said. But um, it's just like interesting. Like I won't even think about. It. I'm at like a friend's house or whatever, and just like something will happen, and I'm just like, oh, that's just like something I've never dealt with yeah. like my entire life. <laughs> so um, that's funny. all right, next question. Let's actually get into some basketball all right. right here. Uh, big exhibition game tomorrow <laughs> against Grandview. I'd say the biggest game of your career potentially. <laughs> um, Grandview, shout out Grandview. However, obviously, in terms of division wise, Drake definitely up a level. Um, how much do you think you're gonna win by? Over or under 100 points. Oh no. So it's funny because I think it was yesterday or two days ago, I had a Snapchat memory pop up, and it was my first ever exhibition game. So this was five years ago, my freshman year, and we played Grandview, and the score was 115 to 43. Oh, no. Um, so I'm, I, I'm not sure the score will be the same, but uh, hopefully it's pretty close. Um, so I'm going to go under 100, but I hope we score at least 100 points. Okay. Shooting for 100. Shooting for 100. Um. How's the team looking this year? I haven't been at practice yet. Mm-hmm. Hoping to be there soon. You got you and Maddie returning as super seniors. I'm trying to f- figure out if I'm forgetting someone else. Or is Allie's, just... a, yeah, just me and Maddie. Oh, and then, of course, Allie. Allie and... Grace. Grace, in my grade. Yes. Um, but, yeah, how, how, do you, uh, how do you feel going into this season, especially with... Jenny leaving, obviously she was a big part of your life because yep. she's the one that recruited you here. Yeah. But uh, how are you feeling going into this year with Miss Allison Pullman? Yes, I love our team. We have a lot of experience with two fifth-year seniors, including myself and Maddie Monahan, And then we also have five freshmen and one transfer. So you're going to see our team is going to be playing a lot of different players. We have a lot of experience plus youth, um, which is a cool dynamic. I think um, our freshmen do a really good job of just throwing themselves in, and they've really just bought into the system really well. So it's going to be really good. We have a really good team this year. I'm really excited. You know, our team chemistry is great. We all get along. We're all best friends. You know, we're running similar offense um, as the one when Jenny was here. Um, So not much has changed, you know, offensively, defensively. But, yeah, it's just going to be a lot of fun. Allison's done a great job. She just stepped into this role, and – I think she's going to take us, you know, even further than Jenny did. I think she learned a lot from Jenny, but she's also still like her own person and, you know, is leading by example every single day. And just she has that competitive attitude and fire to her that's really fun. And she brings that to practice every day. Definitely. I uh, I love Allison. And I think so you brought up five new freshmen. Yep. And last year was just Courtney, right? Right. Or you had. Mm-hmm. Yes. Courtney. Just Courtney. And so you only had one freshman last yep. year, which is kind of mm-hmm. not, I feel like, ideal because I feel like you always want to have a new group, new group. So, and they're yeah. coming in with five this year. Yep. So that's a big change. It is a big change. And that's why the summer was huge for teaching. Like, I think, you know, we went back to the basics, which sometimes can be hard as a fifth year. You know, we learn the basics of our offense. But it was also pretty refreshing because you were able to see the offense again as a whole. And, you know, we broke certain things down that, we haven't done since maybe my freshman year, you know, um, but it is good. They bring they bring a lot of 
a lot of fun. They're young. They're fun. Speaking of young, uh, how does it feel? Do you feel really old on the team as a fifth-year senior, and then you got all these yes, 18-year-olds so coming in? So old. Oh, my gosh. It's just funny because certain things that they you know bring in the locker room and they think are so funny, I'm like, gosh. Come on, come on girl. I'm like, gosh, was I like this my freshman year? No. <laughs> but they're really fun. They call me grandma sometimes. But it's funny. Maddie and I were actually talking the other day, who's, again, a fifth-year senior as well. And we were talking about how much longer it takes for us to get warmed up and, like, how much more time we have to spend recovering because we're getting so old and our bodies just don't quite move the way they used to. Um, but, yeah, it's good. Yeah, I mean, as much as you're joking about that, the other day I woke up and uh, it's funny because it happened to my roommate, like, a week ago, I yeah. think, where, like, you'll sleep in the wrong position my neck wise, I like I was moving around. I could not like I had to like fully move my body. Got a little to, kink to, in the neck. Yeah. So like literally, I'm just like walking around ca- campus, just straight, just. Uh, so that was just absolutely terrible. That's but, the worst. Um, older, gotta gotta get some different recovery methods here yeah. and there. So, mm-hmm. uh, I think you were projected to finish second in the conference. Is mm-hmm. that right? And then yep. Missouri State yep. number one. Which kind of unfortunate because the I wish we would have had one, one and one for both the men's yes. and women's, uh, but I mean obviously seconds nothing to scoff at. So Missouri State they're gonna be very good. Yeah. One of your new roommates yep. Ellie Ruffridge. Yep. Uh, who's she gonna be rooting for this year, Missouri State or her new roomies? That's funny. I just actually asked her that the other day, and she said she will cheer for Drake every single game, but except one. Except one, and that's when we play Missouri State because all of her, you know, class still stay because she had the option to stay for a COVID year as well. But you know, her she's student teaching now, and you know, was kind of ready to move on. But yep. she had a really successful career at Missouri State. But all of her teammates and friends are still there, so it's it's hard for her. But she'll be training for them, but for Drake every other game. Nice. Yep. Nice. Um, I feel like I just had a question in my head and I completely forgot it trying to remember right now i got nothing <laughs> um let's see here so you got the four seniors Allie, grace yep. you maddie um gosh now i'm just upset because i forgot what i was gonna ask well it's funny because maddie and i are the only two that are graduating this year so like okay. senior night it'll just be maddie and i and then Allie's is technically a senior but because she has an additional covid year She'll play it one more year. Uh, finally, remember what I was gonna ask. Okay. Your injury last year. Injury last year. Um, after, did you come back late last year or no? So I hurt. It was really bothering me in preseason, but you know, continued to just play, play, play. I was, you know, in the position where I was starting in the starting lineup and just wanted to like play. I was like, totally disagreed with the thought that I was going to be hurt. So I played in the first game. I don't know what I did, but, you know, made it obviously a lot worse. Got put in a boot after our Creighton game. We played Creighton. Um, got put in a boot. Didn't practice all week. A couple days later, we played a game at Green Bay. Um, you know, didn't practice. Hadn't even stepped foot out of a boot yet and decided it might maybe try to play in the game, right? So I played in the game after the first quarter. I don't know if I, have, like, broke it all the way through, just made it worse or what, but couldn't put any weight on my foot. And went and got an x-ray a couple of days later, and my foot had broke. It was broke. 
Um, so I had a navicular stress fracture, um, ended up Eight. having surgery like four weeks later, um, was on a scooter for 12 weeks in the winter, as you can imagine. With, with the uh, license plate turbo. With correct? the license plate turbo, yes. Shout out my mom for that one. Um, yeah, was on a scooter for 12 weeks. We ended up playing in the uh, WNIT last year in a part of my like recovery process was to bring my uniform and warm up like that was my workout for the day and my you know because you have to do so many things to like get back to 100% and getting back to on the court and so I brought my uniform ended up warming up in the game and then they actually ended up putting me in the game just for fun one game so I got to play in one game I guess but I wasn't cleared to play (laughs) so confidence wise how are you feeling with the foot it feels so good it's better than ever before no i mean sometimes obviously i mean i have metal in my foot um so it'll bother me a little bit here and there but it feels good Mm -hmm. sweet um and you brought up the wnit last year this is making me remember Mm -hmm. when i was at my house with my good roommate mitchell and he was screaming over how he was going to be the He's joking at the time, the head coach of yep. the team, because yep. a whole bunch of COVID issues finally occurred. Because you guys, it was so weird. You went through the entire year, didn't really feel yep. like there's any big issues, and then boom, it, it happened or whatever. Yeah. So there was like a joke that Mitch was going to step in and become like the pseudo assistant coach or whatever. So for people who don't know what happened, we were in the conference tournament. You know, we're rolling, things are going well. We, after our semifinal game, I think, um, you know, someone on our team tested positive. And so we all, all season long, we would wear these little trackers and it would count how long you are, you would wear them. We wore them on our heart rate monitors, um, but they would track how long you were next to somebody. So however long I was, let's say I was next to you, like right now it'd be counting, right? And if you were within 10 minutes of somebody or 10 minutes or longer than somebody you were co- like considered a contact out. tracing. Yeah. So you had to sit out. So our entire coaching staff got sent home as well as like four or five players, including myself. Um, so that's why Mitch thought – so we ended up losing the championship game. We had six players left, and we didn't have a coach. Uh, so Mitch, as a gray squad player, thought he would – step in and be our head coach. I feel like that would be at the top of his resume right now. He would put that at the top. That would have been hilarious. I think he would have done a good job. Admittedly, I would have definitely put that, if I just sat on the bench. Sat on the manager. Water boy. I feel like, so obviously Mitch, he's got some credibility just because, you know, he's pretty good out there on the basketball floor. I feel like if I said anything on the bench, though, it'd be like. What are you talking about, Mills? What are you doing? Mills, come on. Mills, just just go fill up my water, okay? (laughs) Miles, just just go do something. Um, but yeah, I thought, I'm like, oh my goodness, here's, here's going to be our one shining moment stepping out of the bank. But it was, so Markeisha, Markeisha right? Yeah. She ended up, um, being able to stay and she coached. And then we had our team manager, Noah, who's also on the gray squad. He was traveling with us. And so he was there and he was our assistant coach. And then Brock from facilities. Yeah. Um, is he still here or no? No, he's not at Drake anymore. Um, I think, did they lay off a whole bunch of people? Because I just tried reaching out to the communications. I don't know nothing. if they laid off people or people are just quitting. Mm. You know, underpaid long hours. Not great. Yeah. yeah. And that's probably due to COVID. Yeah, I would assume so. That's unfortunate. They deserve better. Yeah. <laughs> um, I forgot about, is Noah still here? This year yeah, or no? 
Mm-hmm. I think he works like with intramurals. I don't know. I don't know what he does, but he comes to practice every day. Nice. And he's really good. He's quick. Yes. Yes. Not fun to guard. Um, and hopefully I'll be at practice. Yeah. Too. I just gotta. I don't like guarding you either, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, is that due to my height or just like my terrible basketball skills? What? No, you're pretty it? quick, no. I, I, what I hate the most in practice is like when we start doing the one-on-one one-on-one closeouts, like, oh, no. Notre Dame closeouts. No. Is that what you call it? <laughs> we do those every day. Maybe okay. just take a water break. I heard is practice longer? Yes. Two and a half? Two and a half hours. Come on, I know. With Jenny, it was like a thing where we would never go over two hours. Like, we were super efficient. Like, you know, once two hours, we were done. Whereas Allison, I think Drags that'll change. I think that'll change, though, once we start playing games. Yeah. Because we, we're doing a lot more teaching, so it would take a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where that extra little 30 minutes came in. Yeah, you bring up efficiency of going from drill to drill. There'd yes. just be some times where I'm just like, I, I don't know if I'm moving left or right. I don't, <laughs> I don't even know where to look. Right? Am I on D or off? I don't even know what to do. I don't know what I'm doing. That's um, funny. But, yeah, hopefully uh, – I miss, I miss you guys. I, it's yeah. fun being at practice too. and Get a um, little inside scope of the Drake women's basketball team. Yes, true, true. Maybe, yeah. uh, maybe get some more – future potential guest to join yes. uh, join you as well. Um, all right, Hannah, that's all I got. Appreciate you joining me today. Yeah. Uh, wish you nothing but luck this season, your final year. Thank Bittersweet. You. It's your final year of basketball ever. It is. One last go around. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. All well, right. Thanks for having me, Nils. Yes. Thanks for coming on. And ladies and gentlemen, this has been the interview with Hannah Fuller. We're going to get back to either scheduled original podcast or we'll see you next week uh hannah thanks again and we'll see you next time